Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the Taker Snapshots podcast. Uh, joining me this evening is Rich. Hello, mate. And you're not having your full name today, because I got it wrong last week. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I know, I've never got it wrong before, but last I've week only... I just could not get it right. <laughs> I've only known you like six years or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're almost on second name basis now. <laughs> Nearly. <laughs> um, and the little pirate, Liam. Little pirate, I'm the well, biggest boy, the, big, the biggest pirate, <laughs> but the smallest head. Uh, in relation <laughs> to my body, yeah, that's fine. I look like one of the, uh, the is it is it the Goombas from yeah. uh, the Super Mario film? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, Den- that's Dennis Hopper's boys. That's a nickname change in the group chat coming there, isn't it? <laughs> I feel like we need to crowdfund him a big like maroon trench coat now. I don't think they make them that big. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen them go out. It's a family of ten. I, I know. I know a couple of very good seamstresses. I believe you were quite the uh, the leather worker back in the day. Yeah, I used to do. Used to do. Made all the bondage equipment. Yeah. I mean, to anyway. be honest, that's the main way to make money out of leather working is off perverts and reenactors. And we've also got... crossover. <laughs> oh don't uh, and we've also got um, Tim stepping out from behind the bike now and then as oh. you've already heard Yeah, hello there <laughs> so this week we're just going to touch on um, the latest uh, boarding brum event and probably hey. the XTC hey. um, I don't really want to talk about the boarding brum event too much because we don't know anyone who did well no. <laughs> just go on Rich well done mate what, are we starting off with that, are we? Yeah, I'm going to start off because I know you need to get it out of your system, otherwise we'll not be able to shut you up. I got it out of my system over the last few days, to be honest. <laughs> was so, cool. spoiler alert, Rich did uh, quite well. He went 4-0. Probably hey. cheated, but whatever. Yeah, probably. No <laughs> doubt. How are you, big boy? Thank you. I was thinking it is actually the first time I've won an event that wasn't a game night kit element. Since I started playing X Wing, I've like done well. Really? I've made cut. I've made top table. I've you know gone you know four and two, five and one. I've done all of that, but I've never actually been at the top of the standings apart from on game night kits. So I was like, it. it I was like, oh, it's actually the first time I've won. Hey, <laughs> so you look yeah. quite emotional. Well, I was, uh, I was very pleased. Right. Yeah, I was very not pleased. as bad as Rich King when he made cut. Oh, he <laughs> literally crying. We needed a oh. wet floor sign. Poor lad. <laughs> he was very proud of himself. To be fair, Rich, I've never actually won anything. I've topped Swiss before, but never won anything. I mean, yeah, that's what I basically did. I did the equivalent of topping Swiss in a small event. Um, yeah, but, but you still won. No that's yeah, beside that the point. Pleased. It's beside the point. You can yeah, only win the games pleased. you're scheduled to play, mate. Yes. So I used... Um, the, the four uh, Y-Wings, the four resistance Y-Wings and pull. Um, I messed about with upgrades. You've had a bit of a practice with that, haven't you, mate? Uh, yeah, I changed it around a bit. So, like, I took ferrosphere paint and munitions failsafe off pull and put a heavy laser cannon on. Um, spoiler, didn't fire it once. It's going straight back <laughs> off again. <laughs> ferrosphere paint is better uh, because it just prevents people trying to lock pull. Um, Do you think it didn't go off, though, because you were so used to flying it a certain way? It you just, weren't sort of trying to line it up. 
maybe. I just never got the bullseye shots. There was a couple of times where it was really close to getting a bullseye shot off, but it just never, like, it was missing by a couple of millimetres. So I was like, oh, no, I'll have to shoot at range three with a three-dice attack instead. But um, there was one game I was trying to, like, float around the edges and line it up, and then unlikely dice variants happened and Poe killed something really quickly, and then I was like, I'll just pile, it, pile in now because I don't need to hang back. I can just start clean up. Um, but... Yeah, so I, I swapped some stuff around. I put some prox mines on a couple of the Y-Wings instead of having all concussions, took off a lot of the astromechs. Um, and I think there's a, a halfway house between the two where there's a mixture of concussions and protons, or maybe just all concussions is correct because it terrifies people and keeps them stuck in the ion trap because um, they take a strain rather than flipping the card face up and then they're rolling less dice for the follow-up ion shots. And... So they just keep taking those hits and keep being ionized. Um, so, um, but yeah, I've played um, four, as you said, four games. I played yeah. against. Um, who was my first game? Was against Sam Webb. Sam Webb. Yeah, Sam Webb, who was flying um, like a Cad Bane Bobber thing. Bobber is horrible, by the way. At nine points, he's just disgusting because there's no point in shooting at him, and you just have to try and mitigate his damage. And he was halving or killing a y-wing every time he went in and like just cruised into range one and just nuked things off the board um so i um i just managed to squeak one out against sam which was really really close um then i flew against um reese jones who um was flying uh vader x1 rexlar and three tie fighters rexlar and a defender and three tie fighters um that one was in that was chance engagement um, and he sacrificed, Re well, he put Rexlar into the middle to stop me getting two points for the for holding the objective. And it meant that Rexlar was facing into four ion cannon shots on the first engagement. Um, and that went exactly how you think it would. Um, he what, a yellow load out of it? <laughs> he, he punched the first couple and then took an ion. And then he managed to, he was far enough away that he didn't drift forward into bombs, but he did drift forward into more ion shots the turn after. Um, and then he was hit by bombs, um, and it all kind of went badly for him. Turns off that um, full throttle as well, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. Uh, so, and then Vader and, uh, well, I nuked the ties off and Vader was alive at the end because, uh, but he was being kept honest. Oh no, I halved Vader at the end. It actually ended up really close that game because. I think it was a chance I, engagement, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to, well, I didn't forget. I didn't think a prox mine would hit some, something and everybody watching was going, why hasn't he dropped the prox mine? And I was like, oh, it's never going to hit. And in my brain, I was calculating the size of a prox mine as the size of a bomb template, not a prox mine template, because mm -hmm. I've never used them before. So I was looking at it and going, <laughs> he's, out, he's outside of, you know, like two ship base lengths there. A bomb will hit him. Um, and it's like, uh, you've got another full base length <laughs> past that <laughs> again where it's going to hit him. So it made it closer than it needed to be. Um, but uh, game three was against um, Andy Cameron, who I've not played since I went to a system open in 2017 or something like that. Um, it was the first one me and you went to. It was, um, it was yeah. The, I think it was the last one in Birmingham. Yes. Yeah, it was the one that was in the hotel rather yeah, than... Uh, yeah, that was 2018, the last one in Birmingham. So it was the one that Martin Shivers won. Yeah, that 2018. One. Yeah. Um, so I hadn't played Andy since then. We were trying to figure out why. And I was like, well, I'm either, I, I tend to lose early and then get back up to, you know, three and one or, or four and one, where Andy tends to, when he loses a game, it tends to be game four or game five in Swiss, um, not games one, two, and three, where I tend to 
you know, have a brain fart in games one, two, or three, and then pull it back through. You also never don't don't travel a lot, do you? No, you do, but we, you do the odd events here and there whenever Mrs. Polly says it's okay. Yeah, but we've been in the same room quite a few times, and oh, yeah. we've just we've just never ended up playing each other. Um, but yeah, I managed to pull out a win against him. It was that was in um, that was zone control satellite array. What was um, Andy flying, by the way? He usually flies interestingly. So he was flying Boba Fett. So I, I met two Bobbers on the day with Mando and then his third ship was Canaan with Maul on board. Nice. So, um, yeah, it was... Uh, he he made... Um, basically, he pushed Mando into the middle and did a stop on a turn where I thought he was going to, like, two-bank. But because he stopped, it meant that I got four ion cannon shots onto him. Um, so I chipped... And, I mean, his green dice deserted him and my green dice were hot. Um which meant that my Y-Wings were living a bit longer, but it then meant that Mando cruised forward into a bunch of bombs and then a bunch of follow-up ion shots as well. Um, and I got seven points from that. And then he had two ships and I was able to just disengage and start cleaning up points at that uh, at that juncture. Um, and Poe was about to come through and start murdering Kanan um, with Boba heading in the other direction. So it was... Um, and we ran out of time, and it was like 14.8 or 14.9 or something like that when time was called. But it was kind of one of those ones where it was like, I'm going to be on 20 points in two turns because I've still got four ships left. Um, and you've got soon one um, once Kanan dies. So it was, um, yeah, I mean, it was a really good game. It was played really, really, really clean. Um, I was very nervous and very shaky because... Andy's one of those very, very strong players that in my head, I'm like, I have to beat one of these people if I want to win a thing. And I was like, this is my chance kind of thing. So I got, you know how I get the shakes when I'm nervous yeah, about yeah. the game. Or when you get excited when you're going to do your thing. Yeah, I was probably all over the place. And he was just laughing at me and telling me it was cute and it was so sweet. And oh, look at you, you care so hard. And I was like, oh, I, I shouldn't. Loved, I really like playing Andy. He's one of my favorite people to play. I always have oh. a la- I always have a good laugh. But I know it's going to be a, a like a, a difficult to like a very competitive game. Yes, yeah. So there's no no quarter after no and no quarter quarter given. Like if yeah, you miss yeah. triggers, I, I like stuff, that. Yeah, like you know exactly where you are. If you miss triggers and stuff with Andy, he just goes, mm, "You've missed it. Sorry." Um, you know, if you accidentally slip a ship off the board, he goes, "Oh well, thanks for the points." And you yeah. know that it's not a. You know, it's not a, a casual, happy, friendly game if you hit him at three and zero in a store tournament. It's... He also, though, he would not ask for it back himself. No, absolutely not. Like, if he's missed really it, he's like, "No, himself. that's my fault," and he'll yeah, just he'd, he'll, he'll be, be mad at himself. himself. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. So uh, that was great. And then um, the final game was against um, Dave Sutcliffe, who I travelled down with, um, and he was uh, basically it was a redo of a game we had at Casual Night on Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, with kind of the same outcome, um, which was... <laughs> Sorry, um, I've just seen the picture that Tim shared. <laughs> there was... Um, the the Yeah, the game with David, um, it was hanging in the balance, and then I, I killed one of his whispers with a range zero shot where I hit, did two hits and he rolled two blanks and his whisper just died where it probably shouldn't have. Um, and then uh, that, that was the only game where I actually got value out of the Proxmines. But he had grudge with Proxmines, and I had two Y-Wings with Proxmines. We dropped four Proxmines. How much damage did those Proxmines do? Four. 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 Yep. 
even with grudgery rules, everything ruled. Like, ships were just living that should have been dead. Poe ate two grudge prox mines for the cost of two shields. Yes. It was hilarious. I was like, I can take one. And then he dropped the second one, but he had to fly off, so he didn't get rerolls on the second one. So I was like, yeah, I can take the shields because it's not chance engagement, and he's never going to shoot me again. That's fine. I don't need to worry about it. But um, when I only took literally two shields from two prox mines, I was like, well, okay, that's that seems good. That's um, what happens with my grudge. I either get them to re-roll the full string and I've got like three hits, or it's just one hit. There you go. Suck it up then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you only ever get the full string when you only need to do one damage to a ship anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's in a crit. Well, I'm dead. I'm like, re-roll that. I'm getting my money's worth out of the ship's ability. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna so, get you to churn the direct hits out of your damage deck. Come on. Yeah, I've had it a few times where I've, I only need to do two damage. I get three hits, so I get them to re-roll one anyway. I normally end up getting it re-rolled into a crit. <laughs> That's just well, a, sorry, man. I'm allowed to do this. You will do it. Yeah. So it was a really, it was a really good um, day. Adam uh, Freeman uh, ran the day really, really well. Um, he dropped out of playing so that there was even numbers, so that there was no buy. So he was just hanging around. Um, which was really nice to see, and it was a really nice room full of really sound people. Um, so, uh, William like, was there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like there was um, like fourteen people, and like just seeing people like um, you know Steve Bolton, who um, is a massive cheater. I heard. Oh, so. massive cheater! Absolutely, <laughs> it's disgusting. And apparently, he's been doing this for like since two point five dropped. He's told me that's the only way he wins games. I've got what it in a message he, somewhere. What did he do? So basically, uh, if you remember my six ship FO list, mm-hmm. he saw me using that and took it. Mm-hmm. He didn't read the cards. <laughs> uh, so but there's two things he's been doing wrong. Instead of using the official ruling for Electro Chaff, he's used the one on Launch Bay next. Yep. Which means it is easy skip, to do. Yeah, which is uh, you skip your action entirely, even if you yes. overlap. Uh, for electro trap, instead of if you land on it, you skip your action. But uh, if you just go over it, you still get a chance if you're not mm-hmm. stressed. And the other one, he chooses not to take a stress on Malarus when using her ability. So Wait, she what? takes all the coke. But doesn't get stressed. But she doesn't get stressed. And he did it against me, and I didn't notice until... Uh, we were trying to work through the... Because she doesn't want to, basically. Basically, he's like, yeah. He didn't read that far down the card. And I was sitting there, I was like, shouldn't Malarus have a stress? And he's like, why? I went, she did her ability. And he was like, yeah, I used the last last charge. And I was like, yeah, you get a stress for doing that. And he's like, do you? I was like, yeah, read the card. And he's like, I've been doing this for like five months. Just not taking the stress. So if uh, if you are a victim of... Steve Bolton's cheating. Uh, we'll have a helpline at the end. <laughs> uh, please feel free to call. I, I, I presume that, that the helplines will be very busy. Joe, I've just looked at the text, Liam, and it's not even at the bottom of the card. He's like skipped the middle chunk of text because it says at the start of the engagement phase, you may spend a charge and gain a stress token. Um, if you do, until the end of the round while you defend a performance attack, you may change all of your eyeballs to um, evade or hits. So he's read the first line. Where it says you may spend a charge, and then he's read to change all your eyeballs to evade or hit, and just ignored everything in between. So that's what I like to see. Yeah, readings <laughs> for losers. 
Um, so no, yeah, it was uh, it was lovely to see everybody. Um, it was a, a small but perfectly formed room of people, um, and it was all you know really casual. And I think Adam probably had the easiest of days. But I think there was there was one particularly funny rules call, which um, it was an interaction actually that Andy pulled out with one of the guys that was playing droids, um, and he was like, "Hang on a minute, if a droid gets ionized and it's on a rock with its struts open, how does it leave the rock?" <laughs> because you don't oh. dial in a, you don't reveal that like his thought process was something like you skip your execute maneuver step when you're on the rock with your struts open which means you never execute the ion maneuver and the only way you can leave a rock is by dialing in a two forward and an ion maneuver isn't a two forward which means you're permanently sat on the rock with your struts open ionized because you never execute it and i was like okay and i read everything and i was like that can't be right and i was like look looking at the rules reference looking at all the cards and everything this was on lunch and i was like if you're on a droid and you're on a rock you still set a dial to determine which ion maneuver you're going to do so you dial in a two forward which is a white two forward, which means that for the purposes of the struts, you've executed a white two forward. You've you've done that move, but the ion rules prevent you from changing the ion move to anything other than a one forward. So you've revealed your two straight, which is gets you out of it on struts, and then you execute your ion move. You drift off the rock, and then from next turn you're fine again because you've done your ion move. Um, so there you go. If you're ever oh, playing droids, really and messy, isn't it? Yeah, if you're ever playing droids and you're stuck on a rock and you're ionized, just dial in a two forward because otherwise um, it looks like you could just sit there forever with an ion charge just never going away because you never actually execute the move. It's really so, awkward because you didn't used to set a dial, did you, for the um, exactly. the ion move? Yeah, but just I'm just I'm reading the, the struts myself, and that's it's one just of the... one of these things that's had like they've made a ruling and they've not really thought about the long term effect. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't think, I, I mean, I need to put it on the forums because it's, from my reading of it, the only way that a droid that's ionized gets off a rock is if it, the player knows about this particular rules quirk and dials in a two straight. Oh, I can't be bothered um, looking up iron. Um, yeah, I, I spent about 10 minutes sitting just reading everything and I was like, no, hang on a minute. I think if you do this this way, it works. But um, I'm going to stick something on the forum and, and make it Chris and uh, Plumber's problem. Um, see what happens. But You've um, actually got a lot better at rules these days. Uh, yeah, they're, I, I think it is because genuinely a lot of it has been moved to be things who now work the way that you think they should work rather than getting mired down in kind of steps and minutiae of order of operations and stuff but even then i still very much get things wrong sometimes so um i i misunderstood how black one plus overdrive thrusters worked because of order of operations i thought you could do a two-speed move and then slam a three-speed move and choose a three talon but you can't you have to slam a two-speed move and then increase the size of the template so you'd have to have a two talon so that you could uh, increase. Now I get why you can't do it. Yeah, 
um, and I was it, like, I was tired and not thinking properly. And uh, Dave was trying to explain it to me. And he was like, I don't think it works. And I was like, I'm sure it does because you're increasing. And eventually, like, we called in an international arbiter um, somewhere on Discord who went, yeah, I'm pretty sure it doesn't work because of these reasons. <laughs> and I was like, I still don't understand why it doesn't work, but it's 2v1 and I can't be bothered to argue anymore. Uh, and then I actually <laughs> sat and thought about it once it had, you know, a bit of sleep and a coffee and you know the next day and i thought oh actually yeah i do understand now why it doesn't work but um it's literally just the order of you picking and move to slam and then it increases rather than going and now i do a three speed increased move and i don't have to mess about so um yeah basically i was like oh okay learn something new every day but yeah that makes more sense now yeah so it does mean you can't do a two hard into a three talent you just have to do a three hard into a three talent oh no <laughs> you know it's anyway so yeah that's that was board in brum um and it didn't get the uh the opportunity to play against liam because uh, he lost his first game i'm a scrub yeah it meant you were bottom of the three and ones because you had the easiest strength of schedule i know so like, did you bring liam uh, i took my fo stuff because i'm just trying to get some reps in it for xtc because i did drop it for quite a bit because I'm burnt out with it and I'm not enjoying the list anymore. But also, I'm just seeing a lot of FO everywhere and it's just a bit there. Uh, I don't want to be part of that problem. Because X-Wing at the moment seems to be Rebels, FO or Resistance. I, don't, I, think that's only because, I think that's only because you play me quite a lot online, mate, to be honest. <laughs> There's not many people around playing Resistance, um, apart from like the usual like four or five suspects um yeah most people are in rebels and Re- rebels republic first order and scum still i mean republic's still really strong and everywhere um because it can alpha strike with the best of them with seventh fleet gunner and hlc's and all that filth yeah so it's just seen a lot of the same things i'm just like well that's kind of why i've put the fo list to a side but i know i need to keep the reps in stay fresh with it because it's not just me I'm thinking about with this now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I took that. Uh, lost my first game. Uh, I put Kylo in a position where there's a good chance he should have survived, but he didn't. Uh, I told Rich the story and he was like, oh, that's the dice fault, isn't it? I was like, no, no, it's still my fault. I'm trying to tilt me on lunch. I didn't tell you it was the dice's fault. I said, if you'd complain about the dice, I'm going to make you eat your own words. And you said, I'm not ever going to complain about the dice. And yeah, I said, good on you. Because, you know, if you put your ship somewhere where it shouldn't die, then, and it does, that's because, you know, you gave your dice the opportunity to betray you. Um, if you there don't wasn't want your a dice to betray chance. you, don't roll them. Yeah, exactly. There wasn't a 0% chance he was going to die. So... It is what it is. It lost me the game uh, because I chose to put him where I did. And I think I thought it was a very safe move uh, because of where my opponent's ships were. But my opponent doled in a move, something that I deemed wrong. So it was the entire Swordsman Gambit thing where the worst move was actually the best move. And it caught me out. Uh, and then I played three games where two of them against Refo, and they were both horrible because one was Crispy's List against the cheating Steve Bolton, and the other <laughs> one was uh, 
James Cotgrave using four bombers and Malarus, and that was just stressful. I think I hit one of my proximity mines and one of his, and then he hit the rest of his. It was just carnage. So he had four so bombers good. just boosting and dropping prox mines. Yeah. That's but one of the bombers was a breach. So there was a nice tasty proximity mine and uh, advanced proton torp in there as well. <laughs> nice. I was nice. quite lucky to have a lot of jam because I was like, yep, yeah, that's only going to be single modded. Thank you. So I definitely took less damage than I should have. Mm-hmm. But it was a good day. It's not nice to actually have a day around people like just getting game after game in instead of having to make a special journey for it or something. It's yeah. just nice and chill. I did enjoy it as well. It was good. Well, I won some store credit and there was nothing I wanted to buy, so I bought some card slaves, baby. <laughs> so now, now, my lists well. on, now my lists on the table can be colour-coded like on TTS. I've now got blue, green, yellow, red, purple, black, gold. I've got all the colours. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> Surely well. you could have found something for the buy. No, I mean, the only, literally the only thing that was making me, was turning my head was the Defender pack. And then I was like, why would I buy a Defender when I can buy Sky Strike? But then Sky Strike's an extra 25 quid on top of the store credit. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm going to Florida. I haven't got that. I want to, I'd rather turn that into dollars. And then I thought about buying an Interceptor. And then I could have bought another X1 um, and a few other things. But in the end, I bought some card sleeves. And to be honest, he'll use the card sleeves because he'll want to sleeve up his Pokemon deck next time we go to a... Hold on, are they not sleeved already? What, his Pokemon decks? Yeah? No. You're an awful person. Yeah, I am. I do it just why to upset you, you. Why have you let that? Why have you let... He, that, he doesn't... Not they're the pre-made ones. Don't worry about it, it's fine. Well, I don't <laughs> care. It's cards are cards. <laughs> Sorry, he's not playing with him in a minute. He's into Legion now. He's not. Rich is going to buy him everything in Legion. I'm not. Just <laughs> don't love be him that dad. No, well, he's not doing Legion. We're, I'm going to take him to the uh, to the, the thing Element are doing, where you, they're doing like an introductory weekend for all the games in August or something. I'm going to take him down to that. Um, so he can make him play X Wing over and over. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to take him down and let him. Uh, uh, Get, let them have a game of the skirmish, but the problem is I just haven't got the the time or the resources or, or the ability to buy glue and paint um, a box set, a starter set, um, and he won't want to play with it if it's not glued and painted. Um, he'll, you know, be sitting there going, "Daddy, paint it," and I'll be like, oh. and then he'll want to paint it, and he'll do it even worse than me, and I'll be like, "Oh." <laughs> so, so you just mean to him, got it? It's why I play X Wing. I play it because you don't have to glue and paint stuff. So. <laughs> but you've been starting to paint your ships off and on now. No, I've stopped again. I was just going to say, I I've noticed that you've just suddenly stopped now. I you just, had your I little painting moment and you're like, yep, I'm done with this now. I just haven't what had happened? time. Did you like accidentally swallow some paint and it scarred you? No, I just, I just haven't had time with like work through the day actually meaning I have to work rather than being able to mess about. It's like you've changed job to a job you care about again. No, I haven't. I'm still doing <laughs> what I don't care about. But oh, right. um, I used to have three people um or contractors doing what I told them and now none of them are doing it. So they've all left and it's just me. So I've got to do all the work myself instead of just telling other people. I know I really I know it's off topic but I love delegating. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, X Wing, X Wing. 
Yeah. I think we've done on board in Brom anyway, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, no, but uh, yeah. jokes aside, well done, mate. Thank you. You've had a, quite a good run recently. It's about time they nerfed these bloody wire wings. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're second in line behind FO Bombers. You, fa- you found the new dad squad, haven't you? <laughs> to, to be honest, I, 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 will, I will just say that it does look like a dad squad. It does look like quad TLT Y wings, but with an added ace chucked in. But like, if you imagine in a 100-point x-wing when quad tlt y-wings was going around and they were 25 points each um this is the equivalent of what a 35 point pole and then no and then like 65 points being four ships so or in 200 it's like a 70 point pole and then the rest kind of split across 130 it's ridiculous like how cheap they are um yeah. but they're a huge amount of fun with the ability to boost and take calculates and if you don't want to do a boost you can just target lock something and get a calculate um, it means that they actually have a good matchup into the fo with the chaff because they can actually ride out a lot of the um the negation effects of the chaff because they can get they can take a lock to clear the jam and then get a calculate anyway. Um, so that what they're still getting the Yeah, but I knew what I did wrong. <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't the list's fault. That was my fault. Um, and I can entirely wear that. And, and I own I that. Know. I just like to wind you up. Um, but they're a huge amount of fun to fly. And I've been talking to a lot of people and I'm seeing a lot of people online starting to use lists with like three or sometimes four but mostly people are sticking three y-wings with poe and then something else i'm not gonna um, lie i bought i bought a second box um yeah and i, I think i've got ray and bucket packed just for a bit of fun kind of like nick's list yeah nick's xtc yeah. list is really really interesting um i i prefer poe than over ray yeah. because then i can get the fourth y-wing but um i can see why if you you know drop the fourth Y-Wing and take the three three-pointers plus Ray plus another three-pointer like Bucket or Kaz and not Kaz, Jarek um, or Finn or Rose in the pod but like just something else that provides maybe to coordinate or, or a different type of threat then. I think your list is better. Yeah, yeah so I'm surprised was... you let Nick on the team to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, if we're moving on to XTC um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing with the Irish team was, tell me which faction you want to fly. I have no preference over the three that I fly anyway. There's decent lists in all of them. Um, so tell me what list you want to use. You've got uh, scum now as well. You've got four. <sighs> kind, kind of maybe. Um, I mean, you but... were looking at buying a uh, jump master. <laughs> I was kind of joking. Um, I've already given one away. Um, <laughs> so the um, no, it was um, the the Irish XTC team. I just said. What factions do you want? And everybody gave me like first and second preferences. And Nick just said, I want resistance. And I was like, okay, um, have you looked at Y Wings? And he went, I have, and presented me with a list that had Ray and three Y Wings in it. I was like, grand. I hope that he just took the resistance just to spite you. I mean, last year he got given five or four Imperial bombers because last year we had a very um, like determined. Uh, he did really well last year, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he did. Um, he did. Um, so Gary, who was captain last year, basically said, right, there's seven of us and these are the lists that you're flying um, to six people. He basically said, oh, no, five people. Sorry. He said to um, everybody but myself and Cormac, um, here is your list and I want you to use this list. And he basically leaned really heavily into beef. 
um, on those five lists. And then I, he said to me, just fly whatever you want in resistance, but only if you can make the final if we make it. Um, and I was like, I'll fly Venny then. <laughs> um, and then Cormac created some Republic monster because Gary was like, I don't understand what's good in Republic, so Cormac, make your own thing. But um, this year <laughs> I just said, I said, I don't want to be a dictatorial captain. I just want to let people fly whatever they want to fly so that they're enjoying themselves in in the in the tournament um, rather than being lumbered with a squad that they don't like anymore, Alien. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and um yeah, I mean it's doing all right. So we're um we're two 0 as of speaking. Um we've beaten uh we we've just beaten Mexico. Um and then who did we beat last time round? Italy. Can't even remember. Italy, that's right. <laughs> yeah, reigning champions. <laughs> just just them. Yeah, so we beat Italy in week one, three two, and we beat uh, Mexico three one one, so there was a draw in there. Um and I diced my opponent so badly. It was um it was painful. It was painful for me to watch um at the end. Like I made a choice that was probably not optimal um with one of my ships um at the end and then I was like right, it was Wedge being shot at by a ghost at range two and the ghost had two health left and saw Guerrero so he could burn a health um to uh, convert his eye his eyes into crits. So he rolled two hits, two eyes. I had Two, three health left, so I needed paint to not just immediately die. I rolled two eyeballs, spent my focus, then had to take two crits. Um, and there's something like a 30-something percent chance that that leads to three damage because of fuel leaks and direct hits. I took like a structural damage and a weapons failure or whatever, and I was like, and the guy was spitting feathers. I was like, if I'd done literally any other move with Wedge, I'd have just shot you. Almost guaranteed to do one damage, um, which then means that you can't use your saw ability um, to guarantee that you even kill me. But even if you do kill me, if you do and you kill me if we trade, then um, we both get seven points and I win anyway. The only way he would have won would have been to roll big hits out of hand because he was um, stressed. So, But yeah, I diced him. But I felt that it um, balanced out the first engagement where Ahsoka died in uh, two range three shots, one of which was obstructed. Um, when she probably shouldn't have, but she did. Um, and I was like, but, you know, as you said earlier, Liam, if you put your ship somewhere where it's being shot by Wedge and then a ghost, even at range three with with tokens, you're giving yourself the opportunity for your dice to just not have paint on them, and then yep. you die. Um, and that's what happened to me. So I was pleased that I got it back because I thought I'd lost at that point. I thought I was like, oh, I've got three ships and one of them's Ezra. But... I had good position with Wedge and good position with Luke. So I was able to start nuking his ships off the board. But um, yeah, it was it was a good game. Um, and then Cormac said that he diced his opponent as well. So <laughs> it, was like, it was like an unlikely turn of events where he needed, you know, Mace to survive a range one double modded four dice shot from Wedge. And, you know, Wedge rolled, you know, blanks into blanks on target locks and Mace just natted out. And <laughs> that was it sort of thing it was yeah it was one of those bit crazy so but if island won two rounds then we've won two rounds yeah um oh, so we've got norway next who've also i think now won two rounds so i think they beat mexico round mm. one and scotland round two so so am um, i right and if you win one more round that's you through theoretically yes but there is a if there is a way that italy can now go and win so they're on the bye week this week. 
if they win their next three weeks against uh, Norway, Mexico and Scotland, then there's a possibility that us, Norway and Italy all end up on three and one. Okay. Um, and then two of us will go through on tiebreakers and stuff. So, but we're in a good position to, to be able to do it because we're on two wins. So if we beat Norway, we're through. And then if we beat Scotland, we'd probably be through. Um, so we've got two more matchups to try and, to try and get through to the final. So, oh, you'll beat Scotland. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, you um, will. It, a lot of it depends on how the pairings go. Um, nah, you got it. Five nil. Five nil, and then we get four nil because we're going to three two Norway, right? That's how yeah. it's going to go. And then we have the awkward conversation with people where we go, do you remember when we said if we make the final, we might have a problem because our team captain's going to be in Florida <laughs> on ra- Ride and Rise of the Resistance on the weekend of the SDC finals? <laughs> well, <laughs> he's still going there. It's fine. By it's then, right. I think Connor's going to be back from his holiday in Canada, so I think he's going to step in um, to, to fill my shoes. Um, if not as captain, then he's going to um, play the... Um, play for us i think i hope um i'm pretty sure the pirate team would have disbanded by then so you could probably hire some of those yeah and we need we need to like if it happens we need to have a conversation with people about what 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 we can do and whether we should draw in players from teams that didn't make the final to fill out a roster if that's allowed because they've paid um into the tournament or whether we should allow other people who have not yet paid into the tournament to pay in um so that they can uh, play for us in the final um but you know People was very relaxed about these things, and they said it'll be fine. We'll sort it when it comes to it. So, yeah. Anyway, um, how are England getting on? I think you, Liam, and Tim can tell us. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're unbeaten as well, but we've only played one game because uh, the way the uh, competition works, it's five pools of five teams. So each round, a team is on basically a rest week, so it's not a bye. Uh, so England uh, round one were on the rest week, so we didn't get to play. Uh, but we just beat the Pirates 4-1, which was a good win because there's some uh, very good players in that team. Plus, who, who, lost who, let, who let you down? Yeah, who let you down? Um, Dom, unfortunately, came unstuck um, by leaving some sister at range three of multiple ships thinking everything is fine and everything was not fine because the, the dice are fickle. Typical Dom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the um, yeah, the resistant tank players let, let the side down, so... Um, the resistant rejects, you mean? Yeah, just um, <laughs> unfortunately, just didn't put up any competition. So, like you know, Azagul, like you know, led led the pirates out strongly in, in game one, and then we won the next four. Yeah, it was, uh, my game against Lippens. Like he tried and everything, but it was like Anakin in an orphanage. It was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I read Ollie's oh. um, Ollie's review of his game against Tom. So um, Ollie has the Alpha Strike, and Tom was flying kind of Death Ray with Poe. Um, oh, and, crush, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're on form tonight, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, he loves, team he loves talking. Ollie, Ollie hasn't told me to behave once, so. Ollie was being very um Ollie was being very gentlemanly about it and saying that it could have easily been, you know, three two to the pirates because a couple of the games were very tight and all this kind of stuff and then Liam's coming in and going, God crushed you losers. <laughs> oh, there was nothing tight about mine. It was like throwing a hot dog down a corridor. 
<laughs> Who did you play against? Was it Andy? Andrew Lippens? It was really bad. I diced the hell out of him. It was rough. Liam's just I've, bitter because they've taken the pirate name and he's the original Pirate King. Oh no, but they've made it look bad as well. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the main issue. <laughs> they did all right week one. They did all right week one. Yeah, I know. What, what happened week two? They came for the king and missed. <laughs> Gonna <laughs> come for the king. You got to bring your A game. That's that's what it's all about, isn't it? So, who have you both yep. got next week then? Playing France. Uh, yeah, France, France aren't doing so well, are they? No, France are on two losses. So, if we beat France, um, not only does it put us in, a, in obviously quite a strong position on two wins, but I would have thought France are out then. Yeah, Camp. to be fair, the, the rumour is the only reason they're doing so badly is they submitted the wrong flag. They submitted the all-white one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some... You are on fire tonight. Let's hope these uh, comments don't come to bite you on the backside, Liam. Oh, they're say... 100% coming back. <laughs> so, somebody's put 50p in the knobhead, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> He's had a part of at dinner. But we're, yeah, so we're, we're doing the uh, pairings uh, once we're done with the podcast, and then we'll find out who we're playing. And hopefully, I'll get a chance to be on a stream this week because unfortunately, I had to um, organise to play Nicholas quite last minute, so we didn't get a chance. But yeah, there's, um, if anybody that's interested, there's quite a few streams going on. And if you go to, I think it's the xdc.space. Um, yep. is, is it the hyphen xtc.space? No, it's not. It's all one. It's all the xtc.space. Yeah. Uh, but there is a streamer calendar on there, so you can click on that and see who's streaming what. It also yeah. comes up on the um, XTC Discord. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, Epionic Dan Leon, who's the Norwegian um, Merc, so he's a very strong US player. Um and I'm very much looking forward to flying my four ship rebels into his five ship um, republic that includes baby Anakin in an N1. So I always feel bad when I'm playing against that because I don't want to shoot him. I love him. He's my favorite ship. Who's, um, <laughs> um, who's, who's playing Flipster? Uh, Cormac. Okay, that'd be good. Can you get him to so, remove the dice stats, please? <laughs> <laughs> keep asking. Just keep asking. Keep at it. And he says, you don't, so have, you, he says you don't have to use them. They should make it so you both have to agree to have them up. Yeah, that would be funny. That would be funny. Can it's I look true, at the also stop no. people just looking at them randomly throughout the game. Yeah. Can I look at the dice stats? No. It's <laughs> okay to do that if you like. Like me and Liam played a game once. I think the dice were really heavy on my side, and we we're like, let's see how crazy that just was. <laughs> but it's like when you're halfway through a game and you know it's going bad. And the other guys suddenly checks the dice stats. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just sitting there. It's like, oh, I need something to blame because it's not. It's me a bit disrespectful, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's different when you're playing a friend. Because I'll die on this hill. <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> Same. But no, um, yeah, I think the XCC is going pretty well at the moment. So early days, but um, yeah, uh, we are in. Was it week three? So it's chance engagement this week. Then we're playing uh, scramble next week, and then because uh, there's five rounds, we'll have a any any of the four missions uh, for the final week. 
When's um, Ireland's rest week coming up? It's the last week, so we're just playing four on the trot. Okay, that's pretty good, because at least then you now know what the obviously next week's scenario is, so you can sort of pair everything or practice and get yeah. stuff together. Yeah, we're not practicing, to be honest. We're just playing, <laughs> we're just playing our games. <laughs> yeah, you're taking it a lot more lightheartedly this oh, year. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Of course, definitely. they all that took Nick Harris. If you take Nick Harris, <laughs> you're not going to win. I've hey. been more saying about Pond. <laughs> no, we like... We like Pond. <laughs> he knows I love winding him up. Pond knows well. he's a merc. <laughs> Nick thinks he's Irish. <laughs> he's, a, he's a secret Welshman. <laughs> so, so such a secret Welshman, he was actually born in Ireland. <laughs> Did don't it, I don't even it. know where it came from. I think he played for Wales in the XTC once. before. Also, speaking he... of Pond and Nick, they still owe us a song for when we smashed them on the cast. Yeah. Do. Dom, does, Dom doesn't get out of it. Dom has to sing as well. Oh, they're all trying to pass the blame onto Pond, but they got smashed. We didn't lose a single game to them. Yeah, uh, I'd like to nominate a song as well. And I was also very drunk by the time I played my game. <laughs> so that was because we were two 0 up at that point, and you were like, "Yay!" I was already bit. It was supposed to be fun. Nothing's fun unless alcohol's involved. <laughs> Oof. says the alcoholic <laughs> you might want to bleep that bit out Tim just in case a kid listens <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah XTC's going well like um, looking across some of the other results like there's not a lot of big surprises um, USA are thumping people 4-0 and 5-0 um, got, shout out to they have got an easy group though in fairness um, I think they're playing Canada this week well, which it. should yeah. That that's the that's the that's the tester um, for them. Um, but then there's um, one of the South Americans. I think it's Colombia won their first XTC matchup where they beat Brazil three two. I think um, I think it was Brazil. But yeah, they that's their first match win in XTC. So they played last year. Mm, I um, thought Brazil Brazil Colombia played round one. I thought Brazil won. Oh no, they might have been playing against somebody else then. Um, Colombia. Put a post up saying that they'd won their first XTC matchup um, match pairing. Um, so I was I pleased for that because the Colombian guys the were cool. It's, they won the pairing, not the round. That, that, stop confusing me, Liam. Does that make no <laughs> sense? They got, the, they got the favorable matchups, but they didn't win the round. They ah, lost the matchup. Uh, Col- Colombia beat uh, Greece. Ah, yes, there you go. Columbia big race. Oh. Has there been any big upsets? I, I'll be honest, I've not been following XTC uh, as closely uh, as last year. Yeah, France lost to the Philippines and to the Pirates. Uh, and the Pirates. That's that. They're the other group teams in your group. Didn't, didn't um, the Philippines do well last year? Uh, no. No, it was Singapore. Singapore did well last oh, year. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so, the so, Philippines have surprised people a bit. They've they're two zero now. So how's Australia doing this year? Because uh, they sort of crashed and burned last year, didn't they? I was very surprised. Better. Well, they were getting beaten by the boy for a while. Actually, no. Uh, <laughs> Australia were on rest week, week one, I think. Yes. Australia. Uh... Oh, Australia in Group B as well. So they beat Brazil. They beat Brazil 4-1 in Week 2, and they're about to play into Germany. 
So we, uh, which will be a big, big test then. Yeah. Who's Australia then, versus Brazil? Uh, yeah, I mean Brazil got beaten. I think five 0 week one. No, no, Brazil, Brazil beat Colombia. Oh, yeah, Brazil beat Colombia five one, and Australian Australia have beaten Brazil. Um, so yeah, that group B is kind of looking very much like it's going to be um, kind of Australia Germany, and then Brazil, Greece, and Colombia are going to argue over who's going to come third. Not the third really matters. No. But I mean, those are the two seeded teams, and at the minute, it really does look like they're going to smash it. So, mm. um. well, Australia weren't seeded. They didn't make the finals. No. Who were the other seed in that? Oh, that was the group with only one seed in it, wasn't it? Uh, yes, but uh, so there was. Yeah, was. So the so the way it worked is that they took the eight of the 10 finalists from last year because Singapore and Poland both aren't fielding teams. So then each group received one or two seeds based on that. So there are two groups that only received one seed. So there would have been just Germany as the only seed for this group. It wasn't Poland that were the seeded team because they didn't make the finals last year. Not Poland. It was somebody else. Stop reminding them. Singapore (laughs) and whoever else it was that didn't field a team. Hmm. I can't remember. Anyway, that's the XTC. Yeah, to to make the final, basically, it's the top two out of a five five team pool, uh, and obviously five pools makes ten teams. Yeah. So yeah, we're in a good position to do so, and England have got their opener off in the way that they need to. So we'll see to how we go next off. week. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's been a little bit of a quiet X-wing week this um. It, so I think we can call it there. Um, so Liam, do you have any shout-outs other than Boarding Brum? Uh, I'm going to shout out Adam for running the event. Where was that at? Boarding Brum. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, have you got anything, Rich? Um, I want to just shout out um, Josh and Shanto, two new guys that came down. They probably don't listen to the podcast yet, if they ever <laughs> will. But um, it's really awesome seeing the raw enthusiasm of people who discovered X-Wing a month ago and are seasoned gamers. And they're sitting yeah. there and they're like puzzling out what all the symbols mean and all the rules text and all the cards. And it's like, oh, I remember when that was me. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're all like trying to pack um, beginner-friendly, not overly complex filthy disgusting lists alongside our overly complex filthy disgusting lists so that when they finally decide that they want to play somebody that's not each other we can be like not just going and then this happens this happens this happens and three of your ships die and they go oh this is fun um so uh yeah so sh- shout out to them and again shout out to adam for running a great event um we've actually the weekend. quite a lot of new people haven't we we're doing quite well yes yeah um so i'm i'm definitely the problem i've got and this is actually something that maybe listeners can like ping us on Discord or whatever um, with like list options for like that are friendly to beginners because the way that version 2.5 or 2.6 works leads to complex lists. So like I look at four T70s and I think, well, I can just have four black squadrons with shields and, and heroic and that's easy and that's it done. And then I'm like, but wait. I can change all of them for named pilots and get more loadout value. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it, it's not easy to build a beginner-friendly list in version two terms at the minute. So I tried um, to build more sort of not necessarily 
the full beginner friendly, but maybe like a bit of fun. So I, I went like Luke, uh, Edrio, two tubes, Benthic, two tubes, and Garvin Dreas, just so you could sort of see some of the shenanigans they can do. But yeah. it's not mega complicated. I mean, I've put R2D2 on Luke, so it's kind of thematic. The problem is you put R2D2 on, then you look at Luke and you go, proton torpedo? Oh, I, did. I, did put, I did put the torpedoes. But that's kind of what people know Luke to do, don't they? Yeah. Like, he fires his proton torpedoes. Um, yeah. And then kisses his sister. <laughs> well, he's probably from New Mills, like me. <laughs> I haven't got a sister before you start. Uh, any shout-outs from you, Tim? Yeah, I just um, for those who've not seen, I'm running my world's warm-up event first uh, of October at Board in Brum. Uh, so the winner gets a painted ship from Enigma Wargaming. One random person. There's lots of prizes for just to take part. Uh, one person will get a painted Fang Fighter, and uh, we get 24 people. Uh, Playing on the day, there will be a fury of the first order added to the prize pool as well. So, Just in case anyone isn't aware, what Tim does is he saves up basically everything he wins throughout the year, and then does a big event to sort of give away anything to to fund going to worlds. Yeah, like it's just uh, you know, I, I sort of thinking like, how can I raise some funds to help pay for flights or whatever? And um, like, I don't really care much for most of the price support I win. Like, I'll keep the odd thing that's kind of like a nice keepsake or whatever. But like, you know, the amount of um, alt arts and stuff for like pilots I don't fly, but other people do. Um, so it's a very nice. Uh, got a nice double sided Lu Liang um, uh, metal Anakin Obi Wan. In the ETA, which I would kind of keep, but if someone wants it, they can have it. Um, but yeah, there's some nice nice prizes in there. So um, if you go to the Sift Taker Facebook page and look in the events tab, uh, you'll find a link to that. Cool. Uh, I'm just going to shout out uh, Chris Burnett for running a uh, Heroes of the Atari cluster for us on, over TTS. It's really fun. Maybe Liam will actually turn up this time. Odd stuff going Shut up. On. I don't care. We got experience and you didn't. <laughs> uh, I think I'm just going to get the experience anyway. That's or not so I was at VR training or something. Don't work like that. Nah, You're always behind now. <laughs> oh, okay. it's, it's, actually, it's actually really fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was nice just to... like not. It wasn't like overly competitive sort of thing. We were having a laugh about it. Working so, together. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I liked it. So on that note, um, it's goodbye from me. Uh, goodbye from Liam. Toodles. Uh, goodbye from Rich. Bye. Goodbye from Tim. Goodbye. And we'll see you all next time. Thanks. Bye.